Okay, this time. Are you ready? Yes. All right, let's do a podcast. Yay. Before we begin, the Uluru Statement from the Heart calls for, among other things, truth-telling. In the spirit of this, Charlotte and I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. We live, dance, and podcast from Wujak Noongar Budja. And we want to encourage you all to go and learn about the land you are on. Well said. Thank you. Yeah. Should we thing? Yeah. Um, so I can't remember who I was speaking to about this the other day, but um, they also heard salmon. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, so it's not just me. What's anyway, today? so today, welcome everyone. Uh, welcome to Entangling the Mess Around. We are your hosts. Yes, stop it. I'm really self-conscious about my throat clearing. I am sure it's this room. Carpets are moldy. Like, I just think it's, that's what it is. Anyways, that's Jethro. I'm Charlotte. And in this episode, we're going to be breaking down musicality and like musicality for beginners. Uh, before we kick off this podcast, though, we'd like to take a moment to shout out all of our friends in Victoria. As of the recording of this podcast, you've only two new recorded cases in the past 24 hours. Hey! Well done! We believe in you! Keep it up! Yes! No, no, no. Keep it down. Keep, yes. <laughs> Keep up your spirits. Keep down the COVID. <laughs> um, but yeah, so well done there. Um, and then we have our quiz question. Okay, so... so quiz question. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we asked the last, at the end of last episode... What month we are in, sorry, not all month, what, what season, season we are in, but obviously the Noongar. Yes. Um, so there are six seasons, um, and the season we are currently in, in is Canberang, not Canberang the event, although sounding very fami- similar, Canberang, uh, the season of birth, or the second, second spring. spring. Yeah. Mm. So C won that one. Hey, good job, um, C. You get a free class. You do get a free class. Also, you beat Teresa by about four hours. Oh, so close, <laughs> Teresa. Teresa also had the correct answer. Um, but yeah, sorry, he just snuck in there right before you. Yeah, I was stoked. We got a few different. Yeah, not different. We got a few responses for that quiz. Yeah, we also got a snake. Yeah, thanks, Teresa, for the picture of a snake. I got excited. <laughs> a little tiger snake swimming around. Yay! <sighs> uh, moving right along into the good news of the week. Oh, good news of the week. Okay, so good news of the week is I didn't die on Wednesday when Charlotte tried to flip me. Yay! <laughs> My good news is that I didn't kill Jethro when I tried to flip him. So we had to film the uh, a piece of routine choreography to uh, a bit of music for the ILHC normalizer normalizer division that we're entering yeah um so in classic Jethro style he was it's like we have about one minute of song how many aerials can I flip into this uh, what do we do we did a few <laughs> we did a few I can't remember um so there's the the side flip thing oh yeah side lift side lift parrot there's flip. parrot flip there's K flip are we counting K flip moon flip as one or two that's one Oh, fine. Okay. It's one aerial, but it's a K-flip that goes into a moon flip. Charlotte doesn't touch the ground the entire time, so no. that's fine. Why do I stop the ground when you let me? Oh, yeah, true. Um, then there's almonds. your... Almonds. Yep, my almonds. And my almonds. And your almonds. Yeah. And then there's the split dip. Oh, okay. Right. Six. So, Six. Wait, I counted seven. Seven. Seven? We have more than five. <laughs> we have more than five aerials. Um, one, one of which my music. favorite when Jet was first explaining this choreo to me was like so I'm going to spin you seven times and then you jump on my shoulders and flip off and I was just like 
Right. right. <laughs> and then you do it. Yeah, but oh, we, we did cut it down from seven spins to four spins. Okay, we were I feel like four. that helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because seven is a lot of spinning. Um, but yeah, this we got uploaded. So that's that's my good news. We actually entered the division. Yeah. The, the due date was on Thursday and we handed we submitted it before Thursday. So yeah. we're in. So we are in. Uh, my favorite part of that video, eventually we will be able to share it, but we can't share it now because they have to get everything in and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, but my favorite part of that video is still our exit. The, the exit is pretty good. The exit is pretty special, yeah. I feel. Um, yeah. Cool. So that's some good news. It is some good news. Um, what happened last week, Jet in Swing Zing? So last week in Swing Zing, uh, Monday classes were Monday classes. With they were Monday class. classes. Uh, well observed. Tuesday, yep, Mon and I taught our commitment class. Oh yeah, you're doing that series. Oh, I love. I was having a chat to Mon about it the other day, and I love it so much. <laughs> it's just such a great series. Uh, and I think, yep. So we did our commitment class Thursdays. We did a Roweda class and Steels class. Yep, that was a lot of fun. We revisited the London Bridge, and that worked better. Yep. Yep. Um, you taught a shimsham thing. I did teach a shimsham thing last on Saturday. Yeah, it was. Well, I was. I've been on annual leave this week, and so in classic me style, I was like, I don't want free time. What's that about? Let me cram pack my days full of all of the things. So I just stuck in a a, a quick uh, open source shimsham, which I haven't done in like over a year now. Oh really? Yeah, it's been a while. Okay. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, if you missed it and would, are interested, let me know because I'm trying to sneak one into November. <laughs> Jesus, really? Well, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, because the ILHC weekend I have off, uh, and we're not doing yeah, anything true. during the day, so yeah, I might true. as well just smash one in there. Okay. And then Saturday night we went to a French bowl. We did go to a French Val bowl. Val Rett. <laughs> <laughs> you were so close last time. Like you really tried when you were speaking to the. the I was organizer. being respectful to the old yeah, 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 yeah. No, I could tell, and I could see the look of fear in your face. I'm like, <laughs> Oh no, oh, I can take the piss out of Charlotte, but I can't do this to this woman. Um, but so, that's that's close enough. Yeah, and that was a fun day. It was. Fun night. It was a lot of fun. There um, wasn't much swing music for us. The, no, I think the closest we got to swing music was some electro swing that happened at one point. Um, but Rhythm Riot did good. They they put up with some difficult music and they... Look, it was a lot of bow. And... There was a lot of bow opportunities, I feel. Yeah, it was um, fast. At one point. It was music. pretty freaking fast. And yeah. there was the added... If you ever want to challenge yourself beyond Mustang of like floor craft, ha! I highly recommend you go children. to this event. Because there were freaking children oh. everywhere. And But this is what I love because it was very representative of French parenting. Because you would accidentally knock one down and the parent would be like, Well, get up! What do you want me to do? Why are you crying? Just go away. <laughs> be more careful next time. Exactly. It was great. I'm like, yes, European <laughs> child rearing. Uh, like, you fell down? Suck it up. So, yeah, that um, was kind of last week in Swing Sing. Yeah, yeah, It's been pretty busy. It was, it was a pretty busy, pretty busy time. Yeah. Um, What's coming up next week in Swing Sing? Next week in Swing Sing, we have... What do we have next We've week We've got Monday classes online. We, we do have Monday classes online. Monique and I are doing our Tuesday classes again in baseball. Yes, and Thursday is we're doing our... Steals and Rueda class. Yeah. Um, what are we teaching on Thursday? What oh. do you want? Oh, people Ooh. were interested in doing more leady followy stuff because yeah, we did ask okay. at the end of class, um, okay. and they seemed quite keen on doing that. Um, so we might do some more like high information versus low information type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do something like that. Yeah, because that's always talk fun. about that gradient, that skill, that idea. Yeah. High versus low information leady following. <clears throat> So, you know, that ability to actually lead the stuff instead of being like, you should know to tuck turn. Psst. Put your foot here. Yes. Um, but aside from that, that's pretty much all that's coming up. Yeah, just classes at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, we've got things coming up maybe November, December, but for now. Fingers crossed. Week, next week. Yeah. How about the next segment? Uh, well, I, it's funny you should mention. Damn it! 
<laughs> I actually had it set up. I hate you. That one. It's going to be good news of the week next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Shut up. You even highlighted it. I know. Like, her notes my had like no- a big <laughs> highlighted section, but like play the song here. No, no. So to be fair, my notes actually say, as just was saying, in highlighted, bold is freaking sound effect <laughs> next to this segment. Um, I just clicked the wrong button. <laughs> Anyways, um, coming up, um, less so about World of Swing, um, but this is keeping it quite local, I guess is um, the Oz Big Band is playing at the Tuesday Jazz um, Club. Yokan. Yeah, in Yokan. Yokan Balls. Um, so if you want to head down to that, they've got a really good dance floor. They've got a very supportive uh, crew of uh, older people who are more, mostly ballroom dancers. Yeah. But they really love seeing all the, you know, the young hip. I just like any place that calls me young. Um, <laughs> so I get really excited when I go there because I'm like, I feel so vibrant and up and coming. <laughs> I feel so young. Mm. Um, yeah, um, cool. but yeah it's it's a cool venue um, the floor is great the drinks are cheap and it's all big band so I mean really you can't go wrong um, and it's like five, I think if you're a member it's five bucks if not it's fi- oh wait no I think it's 15 and 10 yeah, if I'm not mistaken yeah. I usually teach so I, sometimes I've been mm-hmm. after class I've been to Bowls Club but yeah. I can't remember what the price is yeah it's been a while uh, other news from the world of swing we had the jazz together last weekend we did well, I mean by we did the world the, did. The, well, the world managed to get Ramona and Catherine Kelly and yeah. Sam Carroll doing stuff. Yeah, they did stuff. Uh, online stuff. And also, there was a bit of a post that I didn't realise, but it was supposed to be slow down last weekend. Yeah, they so did put up a post. It was a bit sad. Mm. But for some reason, I can't figure out Can't why. imagine why. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of what's happening in the world of swing. Yeah. Uh, we are going straight on to our next segment, which is not... We're not doing word, wording goodly this week. Echo. Echo. echo, echo. echo. Chamber, chamber, chamber. 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 Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> I like how the echo had the reflection. Yeah, yeah. Good job. You should do the main thing. I'll do the, I'll do be the echo next time. <laughs> okay. Who are we shouting out? Um, so, one thing I've been following a lot lately on Insta is uh, Social Swing TV. And it's just basically a whole bunch of... It's not... It's on Instagram, by the, the way. What did I say? Oh, I, no. I said Instagram. Did you say Instagram? I Sorry, did. I didn't. I, I didn't said hit... Insta. Right. I didn't say Instagram. No, no, that's okay. I just thought you that's were talking about it. That's how the cool it. kids say it, Jack. I, Yeah, I get it. So, okay. No, isn't it like IG? Oh, is it? I don't yeah. know. I think that's how they write it, isn't it? No, I know people would say like, yeah, oh, yeah, so you might have post this on, post this on IG. I'm like, what the hell's IG? See, for me, I just go IGA. And I'm like, you're missing <laughs> a letter. Also, why are you posting it at a supermarket? It's weird. Filming it for the gram. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're social... We're so young and hip. We are so young and so hip. Um, I have hips. That is as much as I can commit <laughs> I to that him. statement. I got two. Um, no, so it's a social swing TV. And like I said, it's not usually, sometimes you do get the internationals, you know, the Remy's and the Ramona's and all of that. But it's usually people that I, at least I don't recognize. Yeah, yeah. Um, just sort of swing dancing because everyone's online now because pretty much everywhere but WA and New Zealand are shut down. <laughs> so everyone's filming a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. There's a lot of really good stuff that comes out of there. Some yeah, of it's just remote. random clips, random yeah. moves. It's just, it must be some account that just pulls on a bunch of other accounts exactly yeah, because it yeah. posts pretty regularly like most days most days yeah you'll have a couple of clips yeah um, so that's a fun one you have one that's very similar yeah yeah uh swing tv underscore tr yeah there you go do you so, know what the tr stands for no i don't oh there you go i just look at cool clips fair enough <laughs> whenever i'm online which is never <laughs> <laughs> correct 
So that's our shout out. If the, the, it'll be in the show notes if you want to find it. Yeah. And yeah, check yeah. it out and chuck it on your your IG account. On so your you can, own. Oh god. So you can watch it whenever you want. I think yeah, no, I just I'm not gonna try to be cool. <laughs> That'll be what makes me cool, is that I don't try. That's how it works. It is how it, works. how it works. The harder you try, the more you fail. Mm-hmm. That's how life works, right? Mm. Yeah, stop trying to live. Yes. Just live, man. <laughs> Stop trying. Just, just be. Uh, this is getting a bit tangenty. So is, should we go back to talking points? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so our back. talking point. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Um, our talking point this week. So um, musicality 101. We musicality for dummies. Musicality for beginners. We're not calling anyone dumb, by the way. It's just like, yes. Like those books, you know, like learning the guitar for dummies. I have that book. That's why I've never picked them up. It's like, I'm not a dummy. I don't want to learn this. I want to proper book to teach me guitar. Yeah, but that book is... So that's great for you, but those books are aimed for me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did a musicality podcast a while ago, but it was all very technical musicality. It was. It was quite full on. So we decided to do, after a bit of feedback of like, let's go back to basics of um, very, very basic. Stuff. So I guess well, let's start with, we use this term a lot in classes, a phrase. What is a phrase? Okay. So in my experience, I've had phrases mean different things by different teachers. Okay. So uh, Annalena Bernard did a really cool class where they talked about a phrase being the end of an idea and the start of a new idea. Yeah. So usually when the music changes. So if it's like gone from, you know, someone singing away and then the singing stops and then it moves to a different kind of melody yeah and it's sometimes like a solo of the trumpets yeah that would be the singing or the you know whatever the the words are stops that's the end of that idea and then you have a musical solo yeah yeah so the end of a musical idea so it could be the end of a chorus instead of a verse it could be the the shout chorus and then the outro Mm. just whenever the music changes because it'd be repeating it'd be repeating it'd be repeating change into something else yeah and then that melody will repeat 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 and then it will change to something else Mm. In so, a more technical sense and in the sense that we more often use in class. Yes. How? Do, what is a phrase? Okay. So 90% of the time when the song is in standard phrasing, mm-hmm. a phrase is 32 beats long. Which is split usually into four eight counts. So if you do four swing outs, one phrase. phrase. Sometimes there are bridges. Sometimes songs are in blues phrasing. There's all these caveats. Mm-hmm. However, usually four swing outs, one phrase. Yep. What is blues phrasing? Because you just mentioned it there. Okay, so blues phrasing, uh, 12 bar blues, is six swing outs. Yeah, so you would have six counts of eight. Um, it's just, yeah. You can hear that one of the most, uh, the the song that I realized for the first time I tried choreographing, I was like, damn it, why does it have to be in blues phrasing? Was uh, Smooth Sailing by yeah. Ella Fitzgerald. Very classic, um, familiar song if you've ever come to our classes because I played all the time. Um, but that is, for example, in blues phrasing. Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah, so that's essentially phrasing in a nutshell. Mm. Sometimes when there's like a bridge, it'll be like, so I'm going to use another word here, a bar. Mm. So a bar is, for us, for dancers, is going to be one swing out. Yeah, so, so that's eight, eight counts. Beats, eight counts. So if you count to eight twice, and then it changes again, that's probably because it's the bridge. It's mm. something that's in between, like a the singer and the horn, they might just put something in between to glue those two bits together a bit yeah. better. To bridge them together, some would say. Wow. I know. I've never I... understood that term until I now. I know. You're welcome. Thanks, Charlotte. You're very welcome. That's why we did this podcast. It was mostly to help you, <laughs> That's an epiphany. I need to go back to the epiphany podcast. And yes, and like edit that in. <laughs> 
This um, one time I was doing a podcast. So you, you mentioned that uh, for us as dancers, a bar would be eight counts, but versus what? Okay, right. Good question. So, um, dancers, five, six, seven, seven and, and two, one, two, two three. three. And that's usually because our steps, like in salsa or in like a swing out, like it takes eight beats to do that full mm. move or that one basic. For a musician, a one, two, three, three four. And then they go into the, the like you always have that like the drummer will hit the sticks like four times. Set the tempo. Boom, off they'll you go. go into it. Yeah. So and that's because, or well, I assume that's because it, when you write music and you're writing the score, normally it'll start off with a time signature. And this music we're talking about at the moment is all in four four. So that's uh, too complicated to really get into. <laughs> go to the other podcast episode, and... <laughs> rather, not the other podcast. Stay with this podcast. Different episode. <laughs> But it means there's going to be four beats in every bar. Yes. So that means that we have to do one swing out. Musically, is actually over two bars. If yeah. you saw it, like, noted it out in, like, the sheet music. Okay. Cool. So we've got standard phrasing. We've got... 32 beats. 32 beats. We've got blues phrasing. Six swing outs. <clears throat> we've Wait, got... What is that? That's six by eight. I don't know. six is 36. Plus 12 is 48. There we go. 48. 48. Done. Uh, this should be the quiz question. Damn it! That should have been. I feel like that we need something harder. Our original quiz question is much better. Yeah, it's true. If I remember that song. Uh, then we've got a phrase versus a bar. What about a chorus? Because you used that term earlier just now. Oh, um, okay. So uh, most people recognize a chorus as the lyrics that repeat. Okay. So if you've got a song like. Uh, we should have thought of one earlier. Um, what's that? Uh, shiny stockings. Songs. No, 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 something with actual lyrics that people know all the words to. Um, so something like pop song. Oh right. Okay. Um. So single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Put your hands up. Yeah. Are we gonna sing the so whole thing? That's, that that's be fun. more verse because that does those lyrics don't actually repeat anymore. Yeah. Shot a ring on it. Put a ring on it. Yeah, yeah. Like that bit, the thing repeats. Could be a bridge, could be a chorus. It's that kind of part of the song that repeats. Okay. So could you say it? Could a phrase and a chorus, phrase using the terminology of a musical idea, be the same thing? Yes. Cool. Yeah. So if you're going back to the other idea of a phrase, though, thirty-two beats. Yeah. Uh, it might be two phrases long. The chorus could be two phrases long. Okay. Interesting. Now, here's one that I'm sure every um, newbie dancer will be hanging on the edge of their seat. And also myself. <laughs> Sometimes. How do you find the one? Okay. Where is it? Where, where is it? Just dig deeper. <laughs> uh, the one is challenging. Like, this is... It, it's really hard to hear, especially when you begin. Mm. Um, the best place to start with looking, listening for the one are the drums. The drums and the bass. The bass line is quite nice for finding the one. You've got this normally kind of uh, or like repeating thing or like a something or rather, like mm. some bass line. When it gets to that lowest note, hopefully that's the one. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. So the drums will be consistently let's. So you, you can, do that very well. You can hear that kind of beat coming along. Yeah. And then that bass line in the background. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three. It doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. But that is one way to find it. It's just focusing on particular instruments and figuring out how it goes together. Yeah. Because then you'll have songs that'll, you know, start on the seven. Like, they'll do a run into it. I like pie. The I was not the one. Yeah. So no, don't base yourself on, on the lyrics. It's very unusual. Melodies can be a bit, <laughs> bit um, artsy about it. Mm. So the melody and the words are going to be throwing you off potentially. Okay. Um, but drums and basses tend to be more consistent. Yeah. And look, Jet and I were talking about this before. Realistically, the more you expose yourself to jazz and to that style of music, the more... And, you know, ask a friend. Phone a friend. If you're like, hey, can you count this out with me? You know, where is the one? Help me find where it is. Um, the more you get used to listening to that, the more you get used to how the music travels, so to speak, um, the, the more you'll be able to pick it up yourself. Like I used to, during drum solos or like bass solos, I used to be useless. Like that solo in Shim Sham, <laughs> absolutely useless and uh... hating that one. But now, like I, I was saying to Jen, like I can be distracted and yada, 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 dancing. And then if I focus back on the music, I can hear the one again. I don't know how. Objectively, I can't tell you. Um, but it is something, the more you expose yourself to it, the more you will, it'll just get ingrained, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a second mm-hmm. part in that, in that passive exposure won't really work. Like it's got to be quite deliberate exposure. Yes. No, that's true. So listening to a song in the car, but actually like tapping your hands yeah. on the steering wheel as you drive, or like you say, asking a teacher being like, Hey, is this the one? Mm. One, two, yeah. three. Like just actually practice. Yeah, because for me, my practice came out of dancing, just dancing and dancing and then all the social dancing. You eventually sort of like, you're like, I can see that's a rock step over there. I'm going to assume that's the one. Because <laughs> there'll be this weird thing where like sometimes a song acoustically either in the room or it's a bit of an odd song, it'll like invert. And to me, the two feels like, sounds like the one. Yeah. And so it'll be like, Two, one, two, one, two, one. And I can't unhear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have someone else count you in. I'm just like, I have to stop, look (laughs) at someone else, watch them rock step, force myself to dance in the timing they're dancing to, and eventually it'll flip back to that direction. That's so funny. But it's so hard to swap those inverts. Yeah. I've had moments, same, and I'm sure we've all had them as well, where you you just can't hear it. You're like, you don't, whether, like you're saying, it's the acoustics or whatever. But um, one of my most mortifying ones was when I was dancing with um, Mo. Mo Sarkon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I hadn't been leading for a very long time, but I was like, yeah, you know, I'll ask her for a dance. I'll lead. Um, and then she had to come in. <laughs> <laughs> I was mortified. Aww. Absolutely mortified. Um, but yeah, it happens to the best of us and it's okay. We move on. When you are dancing on the two, you can chuck in an odd numbered move. Like I've sometimes forced myself into like a five count tuck turn. Yeah. And then... Consciously danced on what I thought was the two or heard the two, but I knew was the one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it feels weird because you can, you think, you feel like you're dancing on the two, mm. but intellectually you know it's the one and eventually that'll also help you. Yeah, okay. So if you're doing like six count basics, just take one of the steps out and force yourself to rock step on what will feel like the two and then eventually your brain will flip It'll into sink the back in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what Ones a, and twos are hard. What about difficult. breaks? How do we know when breaks are coming? Right, okay. Um, so you had to go on for this. Just guess. Well, <laughs> yeah, just wing it. Uh, no, so generally speaking, um, you if you if you know where the one is, um, sevens are a really, really solid guess of when a break is going to happen. Um, you have a really solid chance of hitting a break if you hit it on a seven. 
Yeah. So I was going to try and play something. I was like, ah, no. Um, it doesn't, like I say, it won't happen all the time. And I was just telling Jet a story of I was, uh, I think I was dancing with Xena at Mustang and um, I was like, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't, I'm not usually super great at lining up my breaks. Um, but I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be great. Blah, blah, blah. And because it's live music, it didn't hit when I expected it to hit. And you sort of have that, you know, when you miss a step and you sort of stumble and you're like, no one saw it. That's fine. Bloody musicians. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, but it's so funny because Zena laughed really loudly and it was great. <laughs> um, because we were, we were in it together. We could both feel it. And I wasn't the only one. Yep. So um, guessing like seven and five is usually pretty standard. Pretty, one yeah. is another good one to hit. Um, so the way that I generally do it is it's just through repetition, mm. as in for something like uh, flying home. Yep. Has a really big build up and a really obvious, <clears throat> hey, and then goes back into it again. Yep. That happens twice. Mm. So you miss the first one, be like, oh, ah, unagi, oh, yes, coming up uh, now. The build up is the exact same, and the break is the exact same. So you hit the second one. Hey! And normally that's what happens on the dance floor. Like you watch the dance floor and the first one happens in like half the room jumps. Yeah. And then you keep listening to, to um, Flying Home and then everyone jumps on the second one because yeah. everyone's heard it and they're like, oh, it's coming up, it's coming up. Jump. Yeah. Go. Because I mean, at the end of the day, the songs do repeat all the time. So it's yes. just about finding those patterns. Yeah. And our brains are designed for that anyway as humans. We, we, we strive to find patterns in everything we do. So mm. just let it go, man. So yeah, just... Uh, like Charlotte was saying as well expose yourself to more music mm-hmm. if you've heard Flying Home a thousand times then you know where the two breaks are going to be exactly yeah but if it's your first time hearing Flying Home then you might miss the first one and try to catch the second one yeah um, okay what about okay so this is a bit it's a bit more than beginner um, musicality but it is something that I think is important in terms of Lindy Hop and swing dancing is we talk about being behind the beat or in the pocket of the beat or something along those lines. What does that mean? Gotcha. Okay, so for me, I love drawing this graph for people <laughs> because it's such a... It, I find it the visuals really help. So I'm going to try to explain this to you. I'm going to give you a graph audibly. Audibly? O- audibly? Audibly. Verbally? Verbal graphs. Here we go. <laughs> We're gonna strap s- yourself, kids. <laughs> strap yourself, kids. Strap yourselves in, kids. It's time for the swing between <laughs> verbal graph. So I want you all to picture a heart monitor. Straight line, oh, bunch of jagged peaks, and okay. then straight line. Yep. Bunch of jagged peaks, straight line. Okay. So we've all got that in our brains. That's our beat. The beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, beep. So the jagged peaky bit, mm-hmm. that is not a vertical straight line. It's not an instant in time. Yeah. Obviously, it starts being jagged and then it stops being jagged. Mm. So there's kind of like... Uh, if we if we smoothed it out, it would be like a hill. Yeah. So straight line. Let's just manage a really tall rolling hill. When people say they're on top of the beat, as soon as that hill starts going up, that's the point in time where their foots hit the ground. Yeah. So the start of the beat, they're really on top of it. They're really driving the beat. It's very. Uh, it's almost rushing. Yeah. You're so early. You're almost before the beat. Yeah. If you're sitting at the very top of the hill. So you've got this nice straight line, it comes up, it goes all the way to the top, and just before it starts coming down, smack bang in the middle, right there, feels like where you should be stepping, mm. and I'm, I actually assume that in a lot of other dances, that's what you're trying to hit. Yeah, so I know that, that in rock and roll and stuff like that, you, you that's where you aim for, you aim to be directly on it. Like right, that. you're on the beat. <clears throat> in the pocket, mm. is on the downward slope. So as 
far, technically still on the beat, but as far off it as fast as you can while still being on it. So it's before it gets flat, mm -hmm. it's before it flat lines, but on that downward slope, that's what we mean by the pocket, being at the end of the beat. Yeah. And it's going to be slightly different for leads and follows. Yeah, because inherently follows, we are going to be behind our lead. Ever so slightly. Ever so slightly, yeah, ever so slightly. So if they're behind the beat as well, then we're going to be a little bit further behind as well. Yeah, so we're both on that downward slope, though, is the mm. idea. We're both in the pocket. Yeah. And musicians will play that same thing. They'll try to t t t take the time, wait for the pocket of the beat. Yeah. So one way I like to visualize this is if you imagine the word one, O-N-E, mm -hmm. um, as the beat... Um, what you one, were talking about, one, one, the you know the one, peak of the beat would one, be the N. One, one, <clears throat> one, yeah. <laughs> it's a beat. It is a beat, correct. Um, what we would be trying to do when we sit in the pocket of the beat is to actually step on the E, yeah. on the end of the E kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so if you want to visualize it that way, that's also one way of doing it. And why do we do this? Uh, one way of doing it. Ah, ah, there are jokes in this one. <laughs> you wait till the quiz question. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. What is it? How am I even going to find the name of that song? I don't know. Anyways. Um, Hopefully someone asked this correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why do we do it? Why do we do what? Why do we step on the beat, on the pocket beat? Oh, right. Okay. So, it gives the music this kind of uh, cool factor. Like, it's quite... Oh, what's that clip? Yeah, keep it off. Relaxed and, like... Not necessarily lazy, but like like nonchalant. It's like, yeah, what ifs? I'm just gonna play jazz. I'm just cool. I'm just like, yeah, what yeah. ifs? So it's this whole swing thing and thing in the pocket. It's Duke Ellington, I think this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles about to pull up. Uh, talks about it a little bit. <clears throat> so um, as dancers dancing to the music inspired by that kind of notion, we want to kind of try to emulate that. Yeah. Should we play a little clip of like him doing that, or should we just put it in the show notes? I'll just put it in the show notes. I think. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No worries. Uh, yeah, there's a great clip of Duke Ellington explaining just how to snap and like, you know, the fact that you take your time and why you do it and it looks cool and what do you do with your head to make yourself look even cooler. Um, but yeah, so that is that is the, the pocket of the beat, if we hear us say that or, you know, stepping behind the beat. Um, now, here's another one. What do you do? This happens sometimes of, uh, you know, you're dancing away and you know that the end of the song is coming and it doesn't just sort of like end on a, on a break it doesn't also just just gently fade out it actually changes tempo it slows down slightly okay um, and i found that um sometimes when as a follow if that happens if the lead i'm dancing with is somewhat of a newer dancer this incites a huge amount of panic <laughs> because like ah it's like it's not the end but it's also it's it's weird it's changing and it, they just sometimes leave <laughs> <laughs> Mid. Or they just stop dancing and you're just like, yeah, oh, yeah. you can keep going. So, yeah, ad address that if you will. Well, and response. <laughs> if the music's slowing down, then just do some slow mo dancing. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people don't know that that's an option. Okay. I now grant you permission. I'm now pointing at the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grant you permission to dance in slow motion when the music slows down. Yeah. And, and I even think. Even when it doesn't slow down. Sorry? Even when it doesn't slow down. We've done slow motion moves before. We have. Oh man, I did the uh, the bal champetes. We were doing a lot of halftime. <laughs> there was a lot of halftime stuff happening there because I'm like, I am not, uh, I am too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So music, but the beat like. But yeah, just just even if the beat changes, try to still follow that beat as it changes. You don't have to 
you know, bury your head in the sand and be like, no, but it started on this. The tempo was one, three, four. I'll dance one, three, four to the end. <laughs> Come hell or high water. <laughs> out of my cold, dead hands. Um, um, okay, no, let's keep going on the end of the song. How do you know the end of the song's coming? Look, it's hit and miss. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's a similar thing as uh, Breaks. Okay. Right. In what way? Um, in the way that you can, or I, you can feel the the build up, and it'll usually have a very big sense of building up of attention, and then a release. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also use the, the the clever trick of if it's live music, watching the band leader because he will signal. Ah, <laughs> yeah. It's a goodie. Yeah, yeah, you can. Don't Watch don't the underestimate leader. the importance of visual cues. <laughs> um. But, uh, you know, again, familiarity with the way that the songs are structured, you can kind of feel it coming because you're like, right, we've gone through this before. This is where the buildup is. This is boom, break. Yeah, okay. Yep. That's kind of how I do it. And I'm also really, I mean, let's be honest here. As much as we are super lucky in Perth to have all of this amazing, like, live music and free events and all of that, we kind of listen to the same songs a lot of the yeah. time, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. like, I am... I've been going to Mustang for many a year. How many times have you heard a tisket a tasket? Oh, you had to choose that song, did I you? I did, I did, mm. yes. Many times. <laughs> many times. A few times. Yes, a few yeah. times. Um, I love smooth you, Leah. Sailing? But sailing? I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of that song. How, how many times have you heard Smith Oh, God, I could sing that song in my sleep. It comes on at work and I get so excited, even at work. <laughs> when I used to work with Katie, um, who's a, a dancer as well, when it would come on, I was like, swing out! And I would just, we would swing out behind the bar. It was great. That's awesome. Uh, cool. Okay, so listening to the songs, obviously, you know the song, long songs running up to yeah. the end. Uh, if it's a new song, like Charlotte said, the build-up works. So that's usually referred to as a shout chorus uh, or a shout phrase where it's kind of the same melody from the very start of the song. Mm. Often what they'll do is they'll do that same melody or that same pattern, that same phrase near the end because then you're booking ending the song. Like it's, yeah. it's a nice resolution to like come back to where you started. But they'll just have it... Um, Bigger. Yeah, more instruments involved. It'll be a little bit louder, maybe. There might be some other extra little bits going on. Mm. Uh, maybe some clapping, or it just feels like there's more energy. Yeah. And then that'll be like, ah, oh, it's the shower cord. It must be coming up to the end. Pretty much. Outro starts, and then it will either, yeah, fade outs are super hard to hit a dip because there's no one last beat. No, those are really annoying. Or like you have those songs that have like fake endings. Robbie is such a fan of DJing those. Yeah. You always know if he's DJing, you have at least two, at very minimum two songs that are going to have that fake ending. And you're like, God damn it, I nailed the first one. I'm definitely not going to nail the second one. Um, sometimes it'll just end on a beat. Yep. Really abruptly. And you're like, ah, freeze. <laughs> Pause my headlights. Yeah. Oh, it's like the songs that start on one. You know, like no intro. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, boom. And you're like, I was not prepared. Uh, otherwise, there's that typical bump, 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 dun. Uh, like there's, yeah. there's a shave and a haircut. There's a few like real da, common da, rhythms. Da, 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 da. Like there's a few common things that a lot of songs end on. Yeah. Exposure. Exposure yeah. therapy is probably going to be your best friend in that one. Okay. So um, yeah, that's endings. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? I don't know. I think that covered all the things um, from got, from a beginner's perspective, got, what's the beat? What's the one and two? Standard phrasing versus blues phrasing. Um, mm. uh, da, 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 da. I can't think of anything else really. That would help a dancer. No, I mean the reality is again, if you have questions, 
please ask us when we post this. Ask them in the comment sections. We're not going to do a whole other episode about it unless there's like huge amounts of questions. And like with a gaping hole of knowledge. Yeah. Um, but ask us questions and be like, what does this mean? And rah, 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 rah. Mm-hmm. And we, we can answer them on the, the Facebook page. Um, cool. Before we finish up. Okay. So we've got the quiz question coming up. We do. Um, but for those that are still listening, thanks for still being here. Thank you. Um, but I also wanted to, I completely forgot. We didn't print this at all. So she doesn't clue what I'm going to do. Excellent. But I wanted to do a quick caveat from last week's episode. Okay. Because I've just got a few comments and I'm like, it, it's okay. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like helicopter, con- par- uh, helicopter parenting. Helicopter <laughs> teaching. So the... I think if people freaked out that we were going to, like, change the code of conduct and make it okay for unsolicited feedback and stuff. Yeah. So I just want to point out there, like, no. Like, as much as they are ideas to kind of think about, mm. I'm not going to go and change the code of conduct. That yeah, it's it a discussion. don't have unsolicited feedback. And I think this is, because Mia brought up a really good point um, in the comments of the word unsolicited is the key word here. If someone in class asks you, like, hey, does that does that, does that feel okay? Does that work? Then blah, blah, blah. Totally then they've asked together. you, they've opened the door and are actively asking for feedback. So please feel free to do so. Yeah. If it's something you're like, I you look, it doesn't feel right, but I don't know how to make it better, then, you know, direct to the teacher. Mm. Um, but if, yeah, if it is solicited feedback, absolutely, go yes. for gold. And um, if, if any of you out there start giving feedback and be like, but you thought said it was okay. No, I didn't. No, yeah. And also, <laughs> this is this is a slippery... I still, still say, don't, if you want to give feedback, especially social dancing, don't give the feedback. Yeah, not social dancing. That's just like, even I, like, I will never do that, even no. as a teacher. Um, and I've had people ask me, like people who are are, are students, are like, "Hey, ask me," and I'm like, "I must." I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> no." But like that's uh, because I'm not in teacher mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm there and I'm just having a dance and I'm having fun and I'm not going to be like, "Oh, you should really raise your left arm." Like, no, I don't care. You know, are you having fun? Yes. End of story. <laughs> that, but that you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other th- just good caveat. Um, be mindful when it's um, when you're friends as well, because I know sometimes like we're like, oh yeah, you know, but just my friend, I can give him feedback. But uh, but no, just because we're friends, that's it's still unsolicited. Oh, yes. What was the unsolicited thing? The word. Oh, we'll talk about it afterwards. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, just wanted to point out there that it's still the rules are or not rules. The the request is don't give unsolicited feedback. Yeah, even if you're you know it's coming from a good place yep. and you're trying to help. Unless someone actively asks for feedback, don't give it. Because like Charlotte was saying last week, all her good points that I was just cutting over because I've heard them a thousand times before, there are a lot of good points for not doing it. Yeah. So, you don't sorry know. for cutting you off. That's okay. Thank you for apologizing. But I, I, I assume that everybody <laughs> but... knew those things, so that's why I kept cutting you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. And that's why I'm not bothered by it. It's okay. <laughs> So yeah, I just wanted to have a, that quick caveat. Yeah, no. I thought it was a, that got a lot of feedback, that episode. It did. Yeah. I liked it. But I also kind of think we got feedback because it like got people's blood boiling. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. I think if... Because at the end of the day, guys, this is all a discussion. Like, Jethro and I are not going to, like, hate each other over any of these podcasts. Well... Yeah. Mm. Not yet. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're, they're discussions, and they're discussions worth having, yeah. um, at least in our mind. Sometimes. Um, so, you know, please feel free to comment on, on all of the, the, the ways that you like to comment or have the discussions with us in person. Um, but remember that at the end of the day, this is a novelty, fun dance. <laughs> you know, like, shit ain't that serious. Don't take it that. Unclench yeah. and just, just have a ball. <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs> all right. On that, shall we do the quiz? 
Oh, God, I'm nervous now. Yes, All okay. Right. So, so I was trying to explain this song to Jet before we started the podcast, and he's just staring. He's usually pretty good at picking up the songs that I'm trying to communicate. Yeah, yeah you got a good... Um, but this good one range. is just... Uh, we're failing. Yeah, um, I so don't know the song I'm going to try all. to do the song. And I, it, I, it doesn't have words, okay? It's a musical thing. It's not a swing song, to be clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were talking about Halloween. Um, and it's just, it's the quintessential when you see the image in a movie of a castle and there's thunder and a creaky door. This is the song that we'll play of. So the quick, the quiz question is, what, <clears throat> what is, is this, this song? song? Just post a link to it. I don't care. Okay, that's all I've got. <laughs> see, all I hear is like. That's all I hear every time. I can't no. unhear that. Yeah, no, no, that's not it at all, though. No. So I'm hoping someone else will get that because, like, it's super clear in my mind. Isn't it's there like a, a voice Shazam thing? Yeah, there's me, don't me. We can, yeah, ha- we can have it. We can, it. yeah, because yeah. if no one answers, I still want to know what that <laughs> song is. Because I was saying that's right. I was, I was trying to get Jet to play that song for the outro of our Halloween episode. Right. Yeah. Um, but if we can't figure out what the song is, how will I learn it? I don't know. You can just you can learn it off me singing it at you. <laughs> I was end up playing Final Countdown anyway. <laughs> Best remix ever. The scary song and uh, so yeah. So if Final you want Countdown. a free class, figure out what the hell I just sung. Um, send us a link and uh, yeah, have a red hot go. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the, the, the podcast. Let's do an outro. Let's yes. What number am I doing? Um, you are going to do number thirty-two. 32. Because 32 beats in... Ooh, it's harp. Ooh. Um, what was the name of the ice cream place we went to? Oh, um... Curd? Cold. Cold, yes. Okay. K-U-L-D. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, yeah, this is the outro. Feel free to stop listening if you don't want to listen to the credits. Yeah, keep listening. Or you can listen to me fail to play the song. <laughs> yeah. what's the bit? I'm going to stuff it up again. Yeah, yeah, It's good, it's good, it's good. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. This is Untangling the Mess Around with Thanks, Charlotte. guys. And Jethro. And uh, we will catch you on the, the dance song? floor. Crap, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> Harp sounds. How it is that? Oh my god. Okay, hang on. <laughs> okay, I'm not watching. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong. I'm doing something wrong.
It's going really well, Shah. It's going super well. Look, I'm I'm enthralled. I think it's because your fingers are so like your hands are so big. You're just hitting a lot of keys at the same time. That might not be necessary. Yeah, as long as you like nail the ending. Outro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I need to practice. I'm nah. practicing on a practice. Okay. <laughs>